podcast possible. It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is our plan. Soon to be the number one podcast in the universe. Going straight to the top. The stars, yeah, the stars. One shining star in the night. Shining brighter than all the other ones. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. Call in at Risen72. Dawn at Bully in Goal 71. Jamil at The Puffy Taco. Katie at KTCV13. Mandy at Capricorn. Welcome to Podcast Possible. This is our first episode. I'm here with Dodd. Yo. You can reach her at Bully in Goal 71. I'm also here with Colin. Hello. He, you can reach him at Rizid72. And I'm also joined with KTCV. Hi. Which you can reach at, who you can reach at, at KTCV. 13 on Twitter. These, are, these I was about to say, these are all Twitter handles, correct? Twitter. <laughs> okay. Well, yes, well, usually people use uh, the at symbol before Twitter handles. I know True, other, but... other programs are using it now, but they're all latecomers to the game. That would be me. I'm not exactly much... Of, I mean, I, I'm still trying to figure out a lot of things about Twitter that it's still boggling my mind, but... Hashtags? That would be one of them. <laughs> and Hashtag I, goofy. <laughs> <laughs> and I am Jamil, and uh, you can reach me at the Puffy Taco on Twitter. <laughs> I'll just say on Twitter after I say everything. Now, was that the Puffy Taco or the Puppy Taco? Puffy. 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 Oh come on! I was thinking a very a very adorable taco just now. <laughs> What, a puffy taco can't be adorable? Well, I, some of the women I have yeah, been with taco. had puffy tacos, but it's I wouldn't ch- exactly call them adorable. It's an adorable oh. song from Victor Lopez, jazz song, called The Puffy Taco that I'm named after. So not a girl with, like, severe genital issues. Maybe the song is about a girl with severe genital <laughs> issues. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> Many interpretations, yes. So, all right. Uh, It's already September the 1st, and it's the end of the summer, and a lot of things have happened in pop culture. (laughs) Most notably, (laughs) the, I guess, the Miley the Cyrus gate. Uh, But here's the, the, the funny thing about that is it's all focused on just her and I saw more than just her on stage. Now, granted, the one dude that looks like Beetlejuice wasn't masturbating with a foam finger, but I do think he was behind her, like trying to, you know, donkey punch her or something. Okay, Okay, well, just to recap it for the one or two people that don't know. The uh, rock people. <laughs> people living under rock, <laughs> under rocks, um, at the much music. Much, sorry, MTV Music Video Awards, Video music Music Awards, <laughs> which is just a laugh anyway. Yes, um, there was a performance with uh, Robin Thicke and Miley Cyrus, where um, uh, people have um, issue with how scandalous Miley was um, grinding up on stage. 
Um, now, Dodge, you mentioned that people seem to be focused only on Miley and not uh, Mr. Beetlejuice himself. If we say it one more time, he's going to appear. You know this, right? <laughs> I'm cool with that, actually. Let's do it. Uh, you can you can have him. You can have him. <laughs> well, I didn't really think I'd have to fight you for him. So. <laughs> no, 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 no. He would actually be coming here because his family's from Brampton. Oh, balls. Well, okay. <laughs> Miley already had those. <laughs> oh. So, you, Dodd, you're of the opinion that people are focusing too much on on Miley and not Robin and <laughs> his I, uh, part in the whole situation. Well, let me just put it this way. I, only, I just saw the clip on YouTube. I didn't watch the award show at all because, quite frankly, when MTV stopped playing music videos and started focusing on 16-year-olds getting knocked up, I, I pretty much said, yeah, I'm done. Or actually, it was when they stopped airing Jackass, but I digress. Um... No, it's just that when I watch the video, I'm looking at it, and I'm watching her, and I just don't get what the hell she was trying to accomplish on stage. Now, other than maybe the bad publicity of what she did got people talking, and in that case, she did spot on. But what I saw on that stage was a girl trying to distance herself as far away from Hannah Montana as she could, but everyone out there is calling her a skank, a tramp, slut, whatever you want to say, have you. But I saw a guy that was twice her age, maybe this is my old age talking, but there's a guy twice her age out there grinding, talking about basically, I'm going to fucking take you one way or the other, and no one's even saying a word about him. Well, don't we... Isn't that a similar reaction to what happened with the Super Bowl and Jenna Jackson? I was about to say, if you say Ben Affleck, I'm screwed. (laughs) What with the whole Nipplegate thing, no one was really talking about Justin's part to play in the whole situation. No, and he's the one that ripped her shirt off anyway. Like, she didn't rip her own shirt off and expose her own nipple. That was totally him. And everyone's like, Jenna Jackson, oh my god, she's gonna get charged by the FCC. And I'm like, you know what? She didn't do anything. Like, honestly, she didn't. No, she didn't. But no, Justin Timberlake's still America's fucking sweetheart. With his dick in a box. Yeah. Well, Dick in the Box. Dick Dick in the Box is one of the classics of the 20th century. Let's. It's 21st century. 21st. It's hysterical, but I mean, you know, I don't know. I I I don't. I'm not hating on Justin Timberlake, honestly, but like, for that Janet Jackson thing, like everybody was awfully quiet about him. Like, and he actually exposed her breast. So it wasn't like she ripped her own shirt open. So I never really got, like, why everybody's all pissed off at her. So, and I'm what's not on the Miley Cyrus thing. Like, you know, she wasn't, you know, the only person on stage acting weird. And honestly, I mean, when you get down to it, all right, Madonna rolling around in a wedding dress, singing like a virgin, you know, the only difference is her song was good. <laughs> there you go. Well, Madonna was also um, what? She was twenty six when she did Like a Virgin, or twenty seven, somewhere around. But yeah. I mean, I don't know. The point is, it's like she's trying so hard for this shock value, and like she could have gone on and like done something really cool, and instead she's got like deranged teddy bears, and she's wearing a bear, and she's like sticking her tongue in all over the place. She looked high as a fucking kite. Like, 
But isn't uh, technically isn't that technically in right now in terms of shock value when you have individuals like Nicki Minaj and Lady Gaga really making a name for themselves, and then you have the YouTube um, factor in play when you have something so out of sorts and so shocking, right? You just he, she's just collecting the views. Like I well, don't know how many times that video has been linked to my wall in terms of people saying, "What the hell is she doing?" And maybe this is me getting old, but I'm not shocked by all that stuff. I just think it's kind of boring because I, you know, it's like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> Thank you. Like, do, do something actually shocking. You know, I don't know. Be smart about it. Don't just be like, I'm going to dress in a bear costume and then I'm going to rip it off wearing latex and uh, yeah, stick yeah, my tongue out a lot. Here's the mm. one thing that kept getting me. I didn't see this in the video. I didn't see it until people started posting the stills of her backside. Okay. The whatever mm -hmm. shorts she was wearing were so tight, and they compared it to a chicken. I can't fucking eat a chick, a whole chicken anymore. Not that I should anyway, but the thing is, is I'm looking at it, I'm like, this is disgusting. Well, and that's the sad thing about, like, you know, I mean, 20 years ago, that photo never would have been captured and never would have been viral. It just would have been like, wow, remember when she wore that? But nobody would have had that close-up of her, like, you know, I don't know, mid-twerk, I suppose, where she's, like, you know, at the wide part of an ass clap. That's just unfortunate. I just I just feel about the whole situation is uh, we, we live in a society where automatically young equals sexy or sexy equals young, right? And then you, you can't necessarily blame the youth for trying to be sexy overtly sexy where they're seeing the images that this should technically be their their time to quote unquote shine I beg to differ sir I'm 42 years old I'm a sexy motherfucker mm -hmm. gonna be 34 in 9 days hot so. <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't you be considered a little bit too old for Michael Douglas me? I, I, I think a toddler would be considered too old for Michael Douglas <laughs> You know, I'm actually kind of sad to hear about that breakup. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. To me, the whole Iowa thing, it just, it just shows lack of talent. Um, because all these stars or, you know, ones that are trying to shake childhood actor or childhood stuff, this is the typical thing that they do. I mean, wasn't Britney a Musketeer? She did the same thing. Yep. So well, if, this we... is, if this is all they can come up with <laughs> right now, then they have a shelf life, so I guess being as old as I am, I know they will eventually go away and it won't matter. So so, so what you're saying is I, it's only a matter of time before I get Will Wheaton's twerk video? Yeah, That's right. And it'll be evil Will Wheaton, so it'll actually be funny. So. <laughs> <laughs> I would actually watch that. Yeah. I would check it out. Now, is he going to be wearing the latex bikini, or... Work it, Wesley, work it. Work it, Wesley, work it. You'll be harassing Sheldon. It'll be great. No, no, it's twerk it, Wesley. <laughs> twerk <laughs> it, Wesley. <laughs> do you find that Annette Fenicello, if she was in this modern day, she would resort to such... I'm not that fucking old, man. No way. Annette Fenicello is a damn saint. Hey, what do you mean you're not that old? You bring I, I up Annette Funicello? Oh, but like I we didn't know who that was. I saw her on Full House. Remember that movie Back to the Beach? We watched that a ton when I was a kid. Oh, good Christ. You guys Let's never watched like there. Beach Blanket Bingo and no, no, Party? No, 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 I used to watch I, those. I, I watched oh, yeah. Beach 
Bleach Blanket. Beach Blanket Bingo when I was a kid, and swear to God, what was that guy's name? Potato Bug? I wanted, I, I was a kid and I wanted to put a bullet behind my ear. <laughs> what ear. the fuck was that? I wanted to end it right there. I don't want to hear Potato Bug anymore. <laughs> Mom, turn it off! God damn it! <laughs> well, just for the record, I know who those people are, but I did not watch those movies. Just, you know, so it's out there. Because he's hip. He's cool. He's Colin. No, I just thought that looked stupid, so I stayed away. <laughs> <laughs> I had no choice. I was forced. Ah. Uh, well, speaking I of I grew things, up with an unnatural love for the 50s. <laughs> well, speaking of things that seemed forced, <laughs> uh, let's talk about that, um, that Affleck hatred. That Batfleck hatred. <sighs> ben Affleck has just been announced to be playing Batman in the new Batman versus Superman, or Man of Steel 2, depending on who you ask. Uh, thoughts? Affleck! Here's the thing. I think that potentially, like, I don't know, I have reservations, of course. I'm not even positive why, but I do. Um, but after everybody freaked out so bad about it, I really, really just hope with all of my hope in the entire world that he kills it and that he's just like the best Batman anybody's ever seen. So he can just be like, suck on that. You know, <laughs> I don't know why I just made him into a Kennedy, but that just happened. <laughs> so... <laughs> uh, my only thought on the whole thing with Affleck is I didn't care one way or the other. I just turn on that troll of a, shall we say, a bitch pit, i.e. Facebook, and all I see is people just bitching and moaning and complaining about him being Batman. I'm just thinking, well, I think he would make a good Bruce Wayne. Batman? Not so sure. I saw Daredevil. But give the guy a chance, man. I mean, they gave it to Clooney for crying out loud, and he had nipples. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be fair, Clooney wasn't in charge of costume design, I'm sure. But I don't know. (laughs) But they could have... No, definitely he had it it in his contract. He's like, I want nipples, damn it. (laughs) I want nipples that can cut glass. Alicia Silverstone, I want them bigger than hers. (laughs) (laughs) She did not have bat nipples, though. I did notice that. That's the thing! There's another double standard. Damn it, if you're going to make me... If you're going to force me to see Clooney's nip... um, Superimposed nipples and... Chris, whatever his name is, nipples. I want to see her nipples, and they're fucking real. <laughs> you want to see real nipples? <laughs> Not silicone, no. So I'm gonna slip you out of that vest suit, honey. <laughs> History will look back, and Chris O'Donnell's career would be all uh, summarized to Chris. What's his name? <laughs> oh, Chris O'Donnell. Oh, man, I remember reading an article about him in the Batman movie, and it was in YM Magazine, and they were like, oh, Chris O'Donnell, the hard-bodied boy next door. I'm like, weird. That's weird. weird. (laughs) That's a weird thing to say. (laughs) Then you look out your front door, look to your next door, and you see some guy with his shirt off, gut out to here going, yeah, that's him, all right. My next-door neighbor was like 92. I didn't have a hard-bodied boy next door. (laughs) Now, do you think he has that actual article, like, framed up on his, like, wall? Well, why wouldn't you? <laughs> Somebody called me that. Be like, I was the hard buddy boy next door. Hey, you see this? Remember when I was in YM Magazine? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> what are magazines, Dad? Uh, YM. It was Young and Modern. Or at one time it was Young Miss, and then they turned it to Young and Modern. And I remember, like, 
the first time I ever saw the word condoms well, in print was in that magazine. I'm talking about how magazines will probably cease to exist in like about what 30, 40 years. Yeah. Probably. So <laughs> my opinion on Batfleck is uh, I actually liked Ben Affleck as Daredevil. Um, director's cut Daredevil, mind you. The only real problem I had with Daredevil was the the schoolyard fight scene with Elektra. Uh, other than that, I think it was a solid movie that gets too much hate in comparison to other... Like, I don't see people, like, attacking Billy Zane years after for The Phantom, right? <laughs> it's like, slam evil. Like, who the fuck's Billy the Zane? Yeah. <laughs> That's because people were like, Phantom, what? When was that out? Uh, oh, he was 96. in Tombstone. <laughs> it was also in Titanic as well. The best part of Titanic, mind you. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but um, I think Ben Affleck will do a great job. Um, I think they picked him specifically because of the role they they needed him to portray. They need someone with star power who uh, will be there for the long run and um, can actually help the other DC movies because it, Eventually, maybe he might decide to just direct one and uh, be in it himself. And once again, you can save money that way. Well, one quick question. I mean, um, I I read this, I think it was like a couple of days ago. Affleck was originally slated to direct the Stand remake. It was going to be released theatrically. And I think because of this movie, he uh, decided to bow out of it so he could focus on this, and that kind of bummed me out because I wanted to see what he would do with the stand. Um, I believe that is true. He was also um, slated or asked and rumored to be directing um, the Justice League movie, and he said he wouldn't want to be directing it. So it's interesting that even from back then, when those rumors were circulated, he was probably on their radar to be a part of the DC family. Uh, concerning the stand, I would actually be interested to see. You know what? Anything that he would be directing or have his his head in pro- uh, production wise, I would actually be interested in seeing. So, whenever it's one less thing that he's involved in, it's the world is actually not better off. If you get what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and for the record, I didn't hate Daredevil. I just couldn't... Honest, I gotta be honest, I just couldn't honestly see him as a superhero type. As, like, a Bruce Wayne, honestly, I could. Whereas Michael Keaton had to win me over to be a Bruce Wayne type. Mm. I loved him, though. I thought he was pretty great. I liked him specifically in uh, Batman Returns. I just loved that portrayal. Mm. Yeah, I think he was much better in Batman Returns. Um, that was kind of my point as well. I think Affleck will do fine as as Bruce Wayne. Um, now, I kind of see Bruce Wayne as kind of two roles, because, you, you know, there's the Bruce Wayne that does the whole public image thing, and then there's the actual Bruce Wayne. So I think he'll be fine with those. Um, I mean, I don't know if he'll do a bad voice or anything like that. Uh, Who not. knows? I mean, hopefully not, But or even just kind of, I don't know. Who knows about a bad voice. But, I mean, to be fair, I didn't see Daredevil because I, I'm not much... I was never into Daredevil anyway, like in the comics or just as a character, so I, I didn't bother with seeing Daredevil. So I don't have that preconception. Um, 
but mind you, I didn't really know what to make of when Christian Bale was cast as well. The only thing I really knew him from at that time was American Psycho, and I knew I really liked that movie, so I figured he would be fine. Um, you know, there's a lot of movies I've seen Ben in that I think he's fine, so I don't know. I think he'll do okay. Anybody can screw up, but who knows? So there we have it. Uh, ben Affleck is a go. We should, uh, we should trust. Sorry. No, that's okay. Uh, so uh, Batman is a go. Affleck is a go. And we all have faith that it won't be as bad as Clooney. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so everyone's not God, even no. sure. Not sure about that. There's <laughs> still a possibility that That's it could fair. be. And the problems with Clooney, I, I pretty much fault the director more than anybody else. <laughs> yeah, when when you're basically going on your soapbox demanding nipples, and it's yeah. only for the dudes, yeah. That's Schumacher for you. Exactly. Speaking of nipples... <laughs> I have mine tucked away. That the perfect segue into summer movies. I don't know why. I'm just using it as a reason to talk about summer movies. Oh yes. Were there and, a lot of nipples in the summer movies? Um, when I think of nipples, I think of Fast and the Furious Six. Did not watch it. <laughs> <laughs> nipples galore. Jordan, uh, Jordana Brewsters. No, I was talking uh, Vin Diesel. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I've um, never seen any Fast nor Furious movies. No. No. <laughs> I don't know whether to applaud you or to applaud you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> okay, so I will talk about Fast and Furious 6. I, it was okay. Go right ahead. <laughs> um, was there any summer movies that you really liked? I say to the paddle. No. Yeah. Yes for me. Okay, so we'll get Katie first and then Colin. All right. Okay. Well, the other day, um, I had a surprise day off, and I went to see two movies in one day, which I very rarely get to do. <laughs> I very rarely get to go to movies, period, anymore, because I'm really just, I work a lot in school and everything else. But anyhow, Yeah. I saw two movies in one day. Uh, the first movie that I saw was Lovelace, uh, the Linda Lovelace movie. And how was it? Um, I really enjoyed it, but the script was kind of just crap. But the actors did a fantastic job. That's good. Like, everybody in that, like, I mean, I, I forgot Amanda Seyfried was Amanda Seyfried. The makeup was really, really good. I mean, they gave her, you know, the brunette hair and the freckles, and she just had this look on her face it was just i don't know the only thing that took me out of it was uh james franco coming in as hugh hefner <laughs> uh, i found again. that you know and i i got no beef with james franco honestly like none whatsoever um however i mean he's james franco he's not <laughs> hugh hefner He's very clearly not Hugh Hefner. He doesn't even look like Hugh Hefner. You can put him in a robe and give him a pipe all you want. It doesn't make him Hugh Hefner. It makes him look comfortable to smoke. So, <laughs> you know, he's sitting there, you know, and they're they're doing this little, his little scene with her or whatever, and they're sitting up in the balcony watching this movie, and he, like, just kind of leans forward and gives her this sidelong glance, and I just expect him to be like, hey, Lindsay, let's me and you get out of here. 
Like, that's all I could see was, like, Daniel Desario from Freaks and Geeks. (laughs) (laughs) And, I mean, it's not James Franco's fault that he does that. It's not James Franco's fault that I watch Freaks and Geeks so much. But, like, I do think he's a really good actor. Because I saw him in uh, in Howl a few years ago, the Allen Ginsberg movie. Uh And, I mean, I could tell the work that he put in on, like, the diction and the mannerisms and, you know, everything like that. I could tell. And I thought he did a fantastic job, but... I just, he was still James Franco, (laughs) you know, and that's anyhow, but you know, script, not so strong performances from everybody with the exception of James Franco, not really his fault though. Still, uh, awesome. Everybody was fantastic. Peter Sarsgaard was amazing. He was just so gross. He like made your skin crawl. Um, Sharon Stone played her mother and throughout the entire movie, I'm looking at her going, who is that? Who is that? I didn't recognize her. Very cool. So, you know, that that was pretty great. I was pretty excited by that. Um, and then my second movie that I saw right after that was 20 Feet from Stardom. And it's a documentary about uh, backup singers from, like, the 1950s on. And just, oh, wow. you know, I mean, it was, uh, being a music nerd, like, I was watching it. And, like, the first five minutes, like, they do the opening and they start playing, like, you know, Wild Side. And I just... Oh, I started crying a little bit. Like, I cried about six times during this movie. I was really glad that nobody was, like, sitting in my row, because they'd have been like, what is this girl's problem? <laughs> Just sitting in a movie theater by herself, crying over backup singers. <laughs> but it was just, it was so, I don't know, it was really, really awesome and very moving and very touching. And just, like, the amount of work that these women put in, and, like, they'd never get any kind of recognition. And, yeah. So that's definitely just, that's a great must-see, must-watch. Oh, and I also saw a band called Death, and that was fucking fantastic. You should check that out, too. I think it's coming to Toronto or came to Toronto, and I might have missed it. They had it for one night at the Capitol Theater on West 65th in Cleveland, and I found out about it, and I was like, oh, man. I was like, well, my shift starts at 845. The movie starts at 7. So I ran over to my friend Justin. I'm like, you're working mid-shift, right? He's like, yeah. I was like, well... I'm going to go see a movie. Is it okay if I'm like a half an hour late? He's like, yeah, sure. Nice. <laughs> no. Yeah, my coworkers kind of rule. That's awesome. <laughs> so, did, um, uh, did Cheryl Crow get featured in that uh, documentary about backup singers? Because I know she was a backup singer for Prince. Um, no, I don't recall. Um, it was like, well, there, she's yeah, she was in it. She was in it a little bit, but she wasn't like... Where my focus up. was. Yeah. Yeah, the focus was like um, Darlene Love and Tata Vega. Like, Darlene Love, like, I mean, they, her and her backup singer group recorded the song He's a Rebel, and then the company took it and marketed it as the Crystals song. Uh, like, the ladies uh, who did, like, And Then He Kissed Me. Yeah. And so, like, the Crystals are out on tour, and it's like, oh, it's your brand new single. And they're like, our what? They had no <laughs> idea. <laughs> wow. So yeah, just stuff like that. It was just full of great music. Oh, it was wonderful. <laughs> What's the name of the documentary again? Twenty Feet from Stardom. All right. Uh, so, uh, Khalid, what did you uh, enjoy? Uh, well, I guess my favorite would have been Wolverine, but I mean, he's my favorite comic book character anyway, tied with Batman. But um, yeah, I'm that I really enjoyed. Um, I had forgotten that Man of Steel actually counts as a summary movie. I just forgot I watched it, and it was okay. 
Um, and then Kick-Ass 2 I saw, which um, after watching it, I, I rewatched the first one, and I realized how alike they actually are, just the main difference being the second one's more of a hit-girl movie, which was good. Um, but a lot of it was kind of like a rehashing, so... But you didn't realize it unless you rewatched the first one. At least that's what happened to me. But um, I still enjoyed it. I don't think it broke any new ground like the first one did or anything like that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was fun. A typical popcorn movie for what it was. But uh, Wolverine I really enjoyed. Um, I think a lot of people had a problem with it because they're still kind of coming off of Avengers where there's, you know, 80 superheroes running around. Um, and Wolverine's just one so but it was good it's kind of get back to basics of a simple action movie and uh, really cool scenes um, a lot of great you know Japan um, cinematic kind of stuff so um, I enjoyed it okay. uh, my favorite summer uh, movie was uh, This is the End oh <laughs> I haven't seen that yet but yeah. uh, it is uh, fantastic uh there were a lot of uh, apocalyptic movies this year, uh, from mm-hmm. Rapture Palooza with Craig Robinson, which was balls. Uh, Anna Kendricks was in it as well. Uh, I watched both of them back to back, and um, I think it improved my uh, pleasure of enjoying This Is the End because it seemed very uh, aware of itself, very funny every single character kind of hit a home run in terms of their moments. Everyone had their time to shine, but for the most part, it's a, a Jay Bruchel and a Seth Rogen film. Uh, Jay, uh, James Franco was able to play uh, Hollywood James Franco, <laughs> which is which is enjoyable to watch in terms of how over-the-top he's presented to be. Uh, Freaks forever. <laughs> Emma Emma Watson was was fantastic <laughs> in it. I loved it. I loved her. I loved yeah. her so much. And um, I actually really think that people should look at making uh, a comedy led by her, just primarily based on those scenes. I think <laughs> she really needs her own vehicle based on those scenes. Even if they they somehow make a sequel, where just uh, well, I don't want to spoil the movie, but a sequel just continuing just following what happens to her I should say so yeah that's that's the number one movie for the summer for me everything else kind of just left me either it was okay or I hated it so like Kick-Ass 2 was okay Star Trek Into Darkness if you catch me on a bad day I would hate it on a good day I would love it so it's okay uh <laughs> Fast and the Furious was frustrating because, uh, and I don't need to say spoilers because <laughs> they're all the same. I think they For already the most... spoiled it, honey. <laughs> yeah. The Rock to is see, in it there. That's your spoiler. To see my favorite character, the only character I actually enjoy watching in any of those movies, die a second time, I get to see him die twice in the in six movies twice. Um, is very frustrating while Vin Diesel who I can't stand I can't stand his character I can't stand his acting right continues to live <laughs> continues to to get breath at majority of the scenes in the movie it's frustrating but that's more me fr- um, talking about 
the movies I did like this summer. And it's not the number one movie I hate this summer. Did everyone else have a movie that they hated this summer? Me, 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 me. I think Don might. Don wants to go first. Don, go ahead. Evil Dead remake. You know it's a bad fucking sign. When you're at the drive-in watching this movie and you start turning your head to watch, what was that cartoon? The Frugs or something like that? Was the Caveman movie? The Croods. I'm turning my head to watch a movie I can't even fucking hear because this movie sucked so badly. I mean, it, it, it was just horrible. I still maintain that you should write greeting cards. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but where do I fucking begin with this shit? I, and, and this is Amanda, um, um, for those listening, Amanda's my partner of 13 plus years. Yes, I'm gay. Shh. Anyway, <laughs> essentially, uh, this is more of Amanda's type of movie, but I wanted to go because I loved Evil Dead 2 and I especially loved Army of Darkness. Yeah. And when we went to go see uh, Bruce, the Bruce Campbell Q&A, they showed Army of Darkness during it. And it just made me kind of want to see this remake because he was really behind it. Yeah. And when we went to go see it, I'm sitting there going, dude, how much did they pay you to say this horrible <laughs> shit? Exactly. <laughs> because what, and I don't even care if it's, look, folks, if you're listening, spoil alert. Turn it off for the next five to ten minutes and then come back to me. Okay, they, it basically, it's supposed to be, they're, this group goes to help this guy help his sister detox. She's like a really, you know, bad drug addict. So they go to this, this haunted house, if you will, where apparently decades before they had tried to do some sort of exorcism to get this evil spirit out of this girl and they burned him alive, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Anyway... They go there, she wants to leave, they force her to stay, hell breaks loose, as it always does. Now, the problems I had with it are, number one, the iconic, they're gonna get you, was in the preview, not in the movie. It's uh. not, not something to cry over, but if it's one of the more iconic lines of the movie. They don't even put it in the fucking movie. Yeah. Then you got another scene where it's kind of like um, any zombie movie where if you're spit on or you get some kind of fluid from another person, you become possessed, all right? This girl gets the thing to the hand, and her arm starts becoming possessed, so she grabs a chainsaw, as you would. Well, that's why it's lying around. Exactly. You know, for cutting cheese and other things. She does a makeshift tourniquet and starts sawing off her arm. Now... I've had some interesting accidents in my lifetime, but any kind of blade to the skin is going to make you at least go, ow. Yeah. This bitch is taking a chainsaw. You got blood squirting up in her face. She's just like, da 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 dee da 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 Really? I, again, nothing to, qu this is strange shit to quibble over, but it, it's just, I'm just sitting there going, what the fuck? Dude. I would be screaming my ass off. Would you prefer it if she went um, to her arm, get some holy water, and start sprinkling on it and go, the power of Christ compels you? <laughs> I would have been happy if she would have freaking fisted a smurf at that point. It would have made it interesting. Smurf fisting is always interesting. Exactly. 
I mean, this whole... And, oh, and the other thing is Ash. There's no Ash. No. Ash Ashley. The, exactly. It was a girl uh, who became the Ash character. Uh, and I have, uh, I have no problem with that. But again, if you're going to do a remake and even a reimagining, at least keep some things fucking in order. They strayed so far, but trying to remain the same, it fucked it all up. So the only connection was the name of the movie, basically? <laughs> and the tree raping scene, yes. Oh, they, they kept the tree. Had to keep was those. there anybody in the yeah. floor? Yeah, there was somebody in the floor. The The one that was supposed to be that, we're gonna get in. Yeah, that oh, was okay. her in there, but she's the one who, uh, she licked a knife and her tongue split in half. Ugh. And did, then she did, Frenched another girl. Did a guy get raped at least by the tree in this, nope. this reimagining? So a girl got raped still, right? A girl got raped by the tree, yep. If it was a guy, I think, again, like Fisting a Smurf, it probably would have been a much more interesting picture. <laughs> it's Sun's like, well, we're going you know? to reimagine this whole movie, but nope, this has to stay the same. has to be a girl. I'm just saying. I mean, if if it would have been the guy, and he comes in, you know, walking well, on like the John right Wayne, and like it. now I know how you guys, how you girls feel and complain about it. Uh-huh. I get it now. I really. <laughs> that that would be great for the after credits where he won't even go near the woods. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I, I'm pretty much staying inside. You guys go out. You, you, I'll be fine. There's a there's a log on on like a chair, and he starts screaming. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, mommy. No, mommy. Not again. No. Either that or why haven't why haven't you called? You said you'd at least write. <laughs> Shows uh, him moving to the city. He won't even go near paper. <laughs> <laughs> iPad Picks only. Product shot. <laughs> so yeah, moved to Canada, where currency is larger and in coins. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dodd, judging from your review, you did like the Evil Dead. No. <laughs> <laughs> did anyone else have any movies from the summer that they did like? Did or did not? Did not. Nope, that was the only one. Uh, Colin? Uh, there was nothing I hated. I guess I did a better job at picking what I was going to go see. Um... Hey, I had to go see that movie, and not for me necessarily. It was for Amanda. Oh, okay. I.e., um... I wanted to get laid again. <laughs> well, who does? <laughs> Um, I, I did see Star Trek Into Darkness as well, um, and I, I enjoyed that. I mean, I guess of all of them, I guess what I liked least, you could say, was Superman, but it was also, it was still so much far better than uh, Superman Returns that I kind of liked it. So maybe without Superman Returns, I would have liked um, Man of Steel less. But um, so I guess that was my worst one. But I still found it enjoyable because he didn't act like Superman. So maybe that's why. I I'm gonna have to step in and talk about my <laughs> most disliked movie of the summer, which is Man of Steel. There you go. Uh, which seemingly did seem like a Superman movie just because of the amount of death and destruction. And as one Twitter follower once mentioned to me. Snuff films had more heart than Man of Steel. <laughs> That's for you, uh, Nico. Uh, nice. That's your box set quote right there. Yeah. 
Um, I, from beginning to end, I did not like this movie. I did. There was no one for me to actually cheer for, or to have any emotional investment in. Um, you have Clark Kent moping around, um, acting like he's casted in the perfect storm, <laughs> and uh, basically, I felt like I was watching The Incredible Hulk with, um, with um, David Banner. Uh, going from town to town, trying to help and rescue people, except he didn't turn green. Uh, you have uh, almost 20 minutes of Krypton um, Avatar, it seemed, <laughs> <laughs> that just seemed really out of place in the movie, and I didn't really care. Um, I I honestly, I don't care if I spoil this movie for people. I think that they should not waste their time. Uh, pick up a, a comic book, anyone it will be better than this this movie um the the stuff on krypton is kind of backwards and they kind of just let zod survive as the whole planet explodes um jonathan kent commits suicide in the stupidest way possible (laughs) um superman does not care when his um, mother is attacked and quartered by zod and his goons he just swoops in and attacks Zod, leaving her to fend for herself against three other Kryptonians. He destroys buildings, throws Zod into buildings, destroys um, spaceships, and have them fly into buildings um, that obviously still have people in it. Um, you could make the gigantic leap that people got out, but I doubt it. I doubt it. And, you know, just destruction is just completely seemed irrelevant and ignored as having consequence they keep on saying that uh, Man of Steel 2 is supposed to handle that consequence it just felt like a very a film where I just didn't care about what was happening stuff blew up uh, people got punched in the face and um, (laughs) Zod kills how many millions of people and Superman gets has to commit the the most uh, unlikely Superman thing when he decides to attack four people at the very end. It just it just seemed like a very frustrating and lazy written film. I hate it. Um, Zack Snyder um, should just retire. And this is I know this is going to be like oh bad boys complaining about Zack Snyder. He makes a couple bad movies and all of a sudden people hate him. You know what? I like Three Hundred. <laughs> I like Watchmen a lot. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just did not like this movie a lot. Um, he has a lot of work to do to make me even remotely care about Man of Steel 2 on his end. The only thing that actually has me interested in watching Man of Steel 2 is the Batfleck. Other than that, mm-hmm. no interest whatsoever. Ed scene. Batfleck is the new rock. He's got to get in there to save franchises. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Katie... Um, was there any movies you did not uh, enjoy this summer? You know, I I saw so few movies that there really weren't any that I did not enjoy. Um, I'm trying to think. Well, I mean, uh, I saw this is 40. I guess that's technically the spring. But, like, I don't know. I thought it was okay. My, the best part about that was, like, the little sisters. Yeah. Because that was, oh god, like they were me and my sister. Like we were sitting there together watching it, like, ha 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 ha. So, 
yeah, um, there wasn't really anything that I saw that I did not like this summer. Um, there were a lot of previews that I saw that made me roll my eyes, but I... What was that? What is that? <laughs> I don't know. C- Colin, is... are you okay? I don't know. Yeah. Is that yours? <laughs> that oh, you know what that is? That's that stupid clock that's down here. Never mind. <laughs> I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't now. know what it is. <laughs> it's his what old did I clock. Come back to here? We don't know. <laughs> it's his old clock of my grandfather's, and at the top of each hour, it does a different bird call. That was apparently a giant owl. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Well, I forgot about that. Talking about weird and unlikely transitions, <laughs> if we're going to talk about big owls, they always make a sound of who, as in Doctor Who, which is oh. on television. Ooh. Now, I'm not going to talk about Doctor Who, but I'm using it as a transition into summer television. Colin, what did you yep. watch this summer? Uh, well, there's really only three things I watched regularly. Um, first off, uh, pretty much Daily Show. Uh, John Oliver took over for John Stewart because John Stewart ran off to uh, direct a movie. Um, I believe he it's, it's part documentary, I think, as well. But it was pretty much John Stewart's little pet project, and he got to go do that for the summer. So John Oliver took over for him. Uh, I think John Oliver knocked it out of the park. I think he's an executive producer for The Daily Show anyway. So, obviously, he was a correspondent on there for the longest time. Uh, but I think he knocked it out of the park. He did great. And um, so that was a lot of fun to watch this summer. Um, other than that, the only other two shows, uh, A&E shows, uh, Longmire and The Quades. Um, I, ever since all the good Law & Orders have been gone, I've always on the lookout for a good cop procedural show. Um, the Glades is, uh, I really enjoy the Glades. Um, I guess quickly a synopsis, a, uh, hotshot detective from Chicago ends up relocating to Miami. And so then he's just this hotshot guy stuck in Miami. He's a golf addict and yeah, that's pretty much it. But, uh, I really enjoy it. The guy who does it, Matt Passmore is the star. He's Australian. There's a lot of Australian actors on TV now, but, uh, he does a really good job. Uh, so I enjoy that. And Longmire is kind of like a modern day Western, more or less. Um, and for any Katie Sackhoff fans, that's the show she's on now. Um, so she plays one of the uh, detectives on that show. He's the sheriff of the small town. And Lou Diamond Phillips is on that show as well. So it's good to see him again. But uh, yeah, they do about 13 or 10 episodes a season. I think they've pretty much locked them in to be summer shows now. But uh, yeah, they just had the season finales of, uh, I think, season two. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Awesome. Uh, I'll have to check them out. Uh, uh, Katie, uh, anything that you watched this summer? Um. Well, I... I watch a lot of things through Netflix. Um, I just watch, I just started and subsequently finished Parks and Recreations on Netflix. Um, I never watched it before. I thought that was pretty great. <laughs> um, and Orange is the New Black I've been watching. I'm not completely caught up yet, uh, but that's really good so far. It's by uh, Genji Cohen, who did Weeds, and Natasha Leone is in it, and I've always loved her, and I'm really, really glad that she's not like all junked out anymore 
and she's <laughs> around to entertain us another day and, you know, be alive and all that stuff. And not being on the street. Supposedly. So. Katie, is there any other shows that you're watching? Um, yeah, I, I, this, the, the brand new cycle of America's Next Top Model just started and they have now in, added gentlemen into the mix of models who are modeling. And yeah, that's just a thing. My friend Aaron and I have always like, we've watched that for years now. It's not like the greatest show in the entire world, but you know, I like all the photos they come up with. I think that's kind of cool. Plus, it's actually made me more photogenic, so that's kind of sweet, too. Wait, is Miss J still on it? Miss J is not, and I miss Miss J so much. <laughs> I love Miss J and Mr. J, but neither one of them, neither is Nigel Barker or Andre Leon Talley. <laughs> that was the whole thing for the show for me. It, it should it could have been just the Miss J show. I loved I loved him so much. He was so awesome. Miss J is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> but Tyra gets more and more nuts every year, and she makes, like... I don't know, she started making like videos one year like their their final challenge was like they had to make like a video um like and, and it was like this you know it's supposed to be like really artistic and it was just kind of like you're nuts <laughs> <laughs> oh and she wrote a book called model land oh yes i, I heard about that my friend Aaron for her birthday this year because well i, I want to borrow it and i think she'll laugh really hard when she opens it so <laughs> So, Katie, you just mentioned yes. Aaron. Isn't Aaron in a group with you? Yes, Aaron is in my band Ladyface with me. Okay. <laughs> I've heard Ladyface Cleveland. They're really good. Hey, thanks. <laughs> I'm glad that you like us. <laughs> yes, I had a very enjoyable time in Cleveland. But we'll talk about that next time on the podcast. But before we wrap up, Don, what Yo. did you watch on summer television? Uh, a lot of repeats. I, I, I usually watch... I'm torn between, like, World's Dumbest, because I usually need a good laugh after work. And, you know, like, uh, Impact Wrestling. But other than that, I'm just waiting for Season 4 of Walking Dead. Cool, cool. I'm, I'm eagerly awaiting that as well. Uh, that and my um, season premiere of Cougar Town, where that comes. Eagerly awaiting that. In terms of the summer, I watched Orange is the New Black, like you, Katie. I watched uh, Game of Thrones and uh, Big Brother, of course. Yeah, that's basically all I've been doing for the summer. So yeah, I haven't been watching that much television, uh, like new television. I've been just trying to catch up on stuff. And um, that's what uh, we will be doing next week, catching up on how we met and uh, what we did in terms of trips we did this summer. Um, until next time, I'm Jamil. I'm Don. Oh, me. I'm Colin. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Katie. <laughs> and this was Podcast Possible. Please subscribe to us and uh, check us out on Twitter um, at Podcast Possible. And uh, you can get in contact with each of us via that method, and we can direct you to our individual Twitter addresses. Um, until next time, take care and uh, be well. Work it, Wesley, work it. No, no, it's twerk it, Wesley. <laughs> twerk it, Twesley. <laughs> <laughs>